How's it going? Hey, bro, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm loving this. The background. Really? <laughs> oh, thank you. But thank you very much. Yeah, yeah that's cool. It's like my, mine's like pure fucking chaos, and yours is like this really nicely <laughs> organized. But uh, <laughs> how's your day been? You're not. You're not seeing. You're not seeing this bit now. You like this. Oh. Like, <laughs> is it? Yeah. If it's anything like this, it's. Uh, this, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look over that direction. It's. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't reflect that. <laughs> I do like that. Though I do like that. How's your day going, anyway, bro? You're all good. Yeah, good. Good. It's. Uh, yeah. Um, busy. Like literally today, the physical albums have started landing on doormats. Mm. So just this morning. So it's like twenty to twelve here. What time is it for you? Like. Uh, yeah, whereabouts in, in Australia I'm, are you? So I'm on the Gold Coast in in Queensland. Yep. You know where that is? It's it's sort of that's on the west side. Yeah, the, over no, here. east side. Sorry. East. east. Yeah, east. yeah. Over this yeah. side, up the top, down the bottom, and out near the ocean. Um, but we uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eight forty p.m. on Thursday. Okay. Where is it? Where'd you say it was? It was Thursday at midday. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, just before midday here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time travel. I know. <laughs> it's nuts, man. It's nuts. It's but uh, you know, it's it's exciting for you though that you know you know it is. we're going to be coming home from work this afternoon and and grabbing grabbing the vinyl or the CD, running inside and like putting it on, man. Grabbing a beer. That's exciting. Knowing that you're yeah. you're going to be out there. Well, I mean, uh, we've just like, just looking at like, Facebook before I came on and seeing this, the first video of someone putting on the red vinyl and spinning it and just, you know, videoing it. Someone else who's posted with, uh, you know, the packaging around it saying, shall I, shall I wait for my husband to get home or do I just open this now? And, and people who are just, you know, holding up the CD or taking a picture of it with their dog. Uh, Dogs love <laughs> heavy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> apparently so yeah yeah it, it it is it's um uh it's kind of kind of relieving kind of surprising that it's we're we're pretty much we're at that almost release day it feels like release day it's mm. kind of it is as i call it on a post we've got going out later it's it's relentless eve it's like christmas eve it's like the excitement the anticipation the some early presents, maybe that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good way of looking at it. Cause that's what I was thinking when you were saying that I was like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you get those little sneaky little early presents before Christmas, you know, and you, you get it and then, yeah. and then bam, which is, uh, it's exciting, man. I mean, tomorrow you're going on a pub crawl to celebrate <laughs> it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we were trying to come up with an idea of what can we do where, People can actually join in, and it's not just doing a gig. We, we've done a hometown gig recently, and we've got our release party, which we didn't want to do on release day. We wanted to give people a chance to listen to the album and then come and hear it live, so they can know it and be looking forward to certain tracks, rather than basically, you know, putting it on in the car on the way there, having a couple of listens and not really being familiar with it. So we thought, what can we do? And it was as simple as, well, we like going to the pub. How can we work with this? 
story. <laughs> that was it. I mean, it's not that complicated. <laughs> no, but it's a good idea. I, you know, you hear about kids doing their little release parties and stuff like that, but actually taking like people at a pub crawl. Is the album going to be playing in all the different pubs? Have you teed that up? We we don't we don't know yet. I mean, I guess it depends on some of them are going to have those jukebox systems, which won't which won't have which might have some of our older stuff on. A couple of them do, but won't have um, the new stuff. We will probably go armed with you know some CDs or ask if they can put on Spotify or you know whatever. So some of those pubs are going to know us um, because we played there or they or, you know just go there. So we'll uh, we'll see and. Um, I kind of, I reckon it kind of depends on how many of our of our fans and friends are going to be joining us, and and how much chaos ensues. We don't really know yet. Weather here tomorrow is forecast to be absolutely shit. Oh, it's man. Like, it's, it's meant to be uh, up to gale force winds and uh, just tipping it down with rain all all day. So, but I guess. It kind of suits our killing the vibe feel. I mean, it's just killing the vibe of of relentless release day. So we'll we'll try and embrace that and look like drowned rats while we go around and uh, drown our sorrows or whatever. You know what? It's one of those albums that it's triumphant and it's atmospheric, but it's one of those albums that you'd like to put on one of those grey days. You know, I guess I I would like to you know chill and listen to the rain and and the and and listen to that album. I think that's a really cool combo. I mean, unless you're going to be, could you see it being a sunny day album? I, the there's, there's one. I think I think hit and hit and run is a, is a sunny is a sunny day song. Yeah. But okay. a lot a lot of everything, uh, forget me and quiet commotion, uh, are. Uh, our rainy day songs for sure probably a whole life slows as well kind of that's a stuck inside song with nothing much going on so yeah and then some of the more aggressive rock stuff possibly it's it does suit our vibe we did a we did an outdoor festival last year and for the most part the weather was a little bit changeable but there's a song from the last album called only way out and it was just it, it was kind of like if it rains during November rain by Guns N' Roses. It's that kind of like, oh, or why does it always rain on me by Travis? You know, if the timing's yeah, yeah, right, yeah. it's 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 a real good thing to happen for certain songs. Yeah. And it's it's a bit it was a bit like that. And I think um some of our stuff on the new album could be like that. Uh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love it when when you know uh music becomes part of, of the scenery, the atmosphere, what's going on. Um, like man, years ago, funny I'm wearing the shirt, Nine Inch Nails in 2000 at Big Day Out, the legendary Big Day Out, it pissed down with rain and it was raining. They had all like the strobes going and it just mm-hmm. was like, man, it was just like stars everywhere. And it was like, you just, exactly, yeah, you couldn't beat it, man. You know, it was one of those moments. So, and that's what you're, you're looking for. That's exactly, I can imagine what that must be like, just like, the strobes glinting off all the raindrops that would have been that would have been trippy but excellent <laughs> yeah it's, there was a there was quite a few people tripping out that day not me though yeah. i was a sunburn but you know you get what i'm saying you know it's like yeah. those, those there's those moments in life that go hand in hand with the music that your money just can't buy so yeah, yeah i'm all about it but uh of course i mean this album man it's, it's incredibly written as i said 
And, you know, to feel that everything that went on and you were writing this, did you feel that you still had unfinished business with your first album, Self-Aware? Um, I wouldn't call it unfinished business. I think um, with this album, the approach was generally no holds barred. It was just, okay, we're going to... We're going to write exactly what we want, which is the, the approach we took itself aware, but we were going to kind of add whatever we felt like as well. So if it required like four guitar parts rather than two guitar parts that did and I can play, well, we just did four guitar parts. If it, uh, oh, let's put some orchestration on. Let's use some samples. Let's just uh, play with some toys and see kind of what happens. We certainly wanted to top self-aware and and be that bit more ambitious um we were we were quite proud of what we did with, with, with self-aware but i, I i'm proud of what we've done with relentless and i think it's a better album i think we managed to top it i i think so too like i i do like so it's it's a good album man but they're so close to get you know what i mean like there's that real big jump and they were so close together you know, like this, some bands have just did that. I don't know where that creativity came from. Where, where for you? Because sometimes it takes years for bands to to release a follow up. But you guys mm-hmm. must have been on this great big creative kick. Like, what what was going on? Well, it was the it was the pandemic really that kind of gave us the the opportunity to some extent to to write the the album because. Uh, everything just stopped in March 2020. So we uh, initially, uh, it wasn't like, oh, we just dove straight into writing. We thought, well, I really thought we'd be back out gigging in, in a couple of months' time. Like we had a gig booked for May. It was like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It didn't even get to, I think it got well into April before we actually cancelled that gig when it was like, okay, this is just yeah. not going to happen. And probably around about that time, it was, well, okay, if we're not going to be gigging and we don't know when we're going to get out and we know that we're in at least three months of lockdown and or whatever it was, I can't even remember what it was to start off with. It was just, well, let's start writing some stuff. That kind of coincided with me uh, investigating what I could do with the, the, the computer and like finding samples and finding orchestration and starting to build stuff. And so I was writing stuff through on a MIDI keyboard, I was writing stuff on the guitar and then trying to turn it into songs. And we were then all passing stuff around, like the other guys were sorting out their kind of remote recording stuff. So my setup's okay. Um, I'm reasonably used to that. But the other guys, they were like, okay, well, what can I record with? Or do I need to go and buy an audio interface? Or um, how can we share all these files? And how could Elliot put down drums when he... He can't really get to it. It doesn't have space for a drum kit in his house. So, um, he but he's got an electric drum kit. So we worked out how we could send him demos. He could put some drum parts down to that. Um, and then after about three or four months, did and I managed to we, we were in a bubble when they started that whole sort of bubble thing. Yeah. Um. So then he could come round and we could just he'd bring a bass round with him so we could at least give Grant some ideas of what he could do bass wise. We would try to, didn't I come up with a kind of structure for 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 the songs and then send them out. And then we went into the rehearsal process when we could and we would we just then went into recording. So we kind of do, right, we're doing these three or four songs, rehearse them, then go into the studio, record them. Um, I mean, there were times when it was 
we weren't we couldn't have more than two people in the studio so there were very few times when all four of us were were there um until the end but um so there were loads of things to work around it was really intense and there was a lot of stuff and we were we were tweaking the songs and then tweaking them again once we'd recorded them you know it would really be back and forth between the studio and my pc here to like play with all the parts so yeah, it was a quite a, a creative time and quite um, intense in terms of like chopping and changing between all these different uh, things we were trying to do. But overall, we did end up having quite a long, a long time to be able to focus on it and really analyze different parts um, and work out what we were going to do, what worked, what didn't work, change it if we needed to. It just refused to kind of compromise on it and then tried getting it mixed and we tried again uh both us and our sound engineer neil together and it was like okay we still haven't quite got this and then we gave it to chris clancy and he managed to add a bit more air and atmosphere and liveliness to everything which was great um so all told uh the writing we did about probably like a year or so of of, of writing into rehearsals and then a, a year of recording and mixing to, to get the album. Yeah. Mate, what a masterpiece. So, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a lot. People don't realize how much bands actually go through and put themselves through to, to you know, bring out that. They just think they just put in a CD and it burns it and comes straight out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's it shows shows how much work goes into this thing like it's it is quite a it's quite a masterpiece man and Thank you. you know of course in regards to the the title relentless and, and the themes running through it what would you sort sort of say sums it up what's the well, theme, concept of- that that is it it's like going we we went into the pandemic after pretty much we're three weeks off the back of the the biggest gig we we'd done for a, a british radio station who run a couple of festivals called planet rock oh, yeah. and we'd we'd done we'd opened their main stage uh, at winter's end uh to about i think 750 people or so 75 percent of which didn't even know who we were um that went like really well massive merch queue and we're thinking ah, okay right 2020 this is the year here we go <laughs> lockdown <laughs> so that was what okay i just refused to see lockdown as uh as a threat to the band it's like this has got to be an opportunity we were lucky enough that we had recorded going up to christmas the previous year uh our acoustic album between September and so we just finished mixing it, I think, yeah. in January and ish, or maybe we we're just finishing off some stuff. So we knew we had that to release, and that the plan was we could release a bunch of singles and release uh, the album and the acoustic album, and in the meantime, we'd be writing and recording the next album, so we could almost not stop re- release cycle. Um, that was the idea. Um, that kind of went a bit awry because case scope put the hand up and then like a whole record label thing but the idea behind it was we wanted to be relentless and uh, and that's the ethic of the band i think we did seven we released seven singles one album 15 music videos along with being able to do some gigs during the pandemic plus a few live streams 
And then we went on tour three months after lockdown with Mason Hill and did like 16 dates. Um, uh, and that was during the mixing process of Relentless. And and then it was only when we got to January, no, so February 2022, where suddenly we kind of stopped because we were about to start preparing or we were preparing to release Relentless ourselves. And then K-Scope said, oh, we might be interested in this when we because we sent them the album. So with the whole idea behind the first and kind of second song of, of Relentless is the first one is our, it's a bit exaggerated. The song is quite aggressive, and uh, um, but it really is about trying to forge ahead and drive an ambition um, and, and not be stopped. And then Waking Light is sounds like a song about revolution or an uprising, but it's really about trying to build empire and build the following. Um, and you could say build the following between, through, through coming off the, our biggest gig ever and then going into... Uh, a, a time where no one could get to a live event and what we were going to do and then trying to trying to build it remotely with no gigs or very few gigs um so yeah build it i mean the last lines of that is uh fill the silence with me build an empire and we'll surely grow to see the waking light so you know but we spell empire correctly in that verse because yeah. <laughs> we're trying to you know build an empire around us so yeah, uh, yeah, we played with a few kind of themes and and ideas, and then you get into the more of the kind of emotional side of the album um, with with parasites and uh, and hit and run and uh, forget me and stuff like that. Man, that case goat signing would have been so exciting for you, man. Like Tess, I mean Porcupine. I'm a massive Porcupine Tree fan. Stephen Wilson, Tesseract. Mm -hmm. Like, how was that? Like. It would have been awesome after all that. But basically, um, my manager Dan uh, was working with another another band on the sister label, Peaceville. Um, so oh, yeah. they're under the banner of like Snapper Music, but in case Scope and Peaceville are sister labels under Snapper. So uh, Dan said, "Look, let's just let's. You're happy to send them the album um, and just see whether they're they're interested. We knew we." We knew we were not heavy enough for Peaceville and probably not rock enough, uh, sorry, not prog enough for K-Scope. But at least we'd get some industry feedback, perhaps, if they listened to the album. So they listened to the album. And I, I remember, I think it was a Tuesday evening, sitting on the sofa watching TV with my girlfriend. And uh, Dan messaged me and goes, yeah, K-Scope might be interested. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, <I won. laughs> um you know on the website doing some even i mean i knew about them but like do a bit of yeah, do yeah. a bit more research and then of course it was a case of right can we send them not just a sound cloud link or whatever can we send them the you know the fully mastered tracks and and, and can they have a proper listen and then they're going to get back and then they make an offer and we start drawing up contracts and we get into a negotiation stage and then we have to take some you know get uh, in touch with the musicians union here and and, and so we could get some advice and so that took a little while, but at least, like, you know, we were patient. We kind of put our self-release plans on hold, and then K-Scope were patient while we organised getting some of our advice for our own side. So we both wanted to make sure it was right, but it was great that they um, that they were interested and um, also lets us have another kind of foot in a different camp outside of the, the area that we're 
in at the moment in the UK, which is great. Um, but to have a different crowd to hopefully appeal to is also good. And then to be on a label with, as you've said, Porcupine Tree, Stephen Wilson, Casserat, oh. and um, and a lot of bands that have some of their like well, I like Porcupine Tree, some back catalogue stuff on there as well. And you know, um, the company's great. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so cool. Like when I saw that, I was like, yeah, because I, as I said, I'm a big Stephen Wilson fan. I would. Would you ever like want to you know maybe collaborate with him? Is that someone um, that you'd you know, like to jam with? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I um, there there is he's a big Abba fan. I'm a big Abba fan, so I don't know what we'd come up with. It probably wouldn't be very Empire, um, and some of the poppy stuff, like Twelve Things I Forgot off the last album, oh. my favorite on there. So that, but then Forget Me is is kind of like is is. I was listening to Pariah a lot when I wrote Forget Me. So if you listen to, you know, and and Forget Me, is, you know, I'd like to do it at some point. It is it is kind of meant to be a duet like Pariah. And then, of course, it has the big euphoric ending like Pariah. So there are, there are parallels there. And, um, oh, yeah, I mean, of course, I'd like to work with Stephen Wilson. And um, I'd like him to teach me how to mix in Atmos. And, uh, you know, like he's now <laughs> the foremost guy to be doing Atmos mixes. And I did some rudimentary 5.1 stuff for a, a listening party we had at a, at a cinema. But I looked at Atmos and I just went, uh-oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's too much. It's above my pay grade. So, um, but that stuff does kind of interest me. And, uh, yeah, again, what what amazing company to be in. <laughs> And I know, imagine, yeah, imagine him sitting down going, okay, so this is the button you push and you're like, because I, I, he just, he, he knows what he's doing. I, I'd love to see what you guys could cook up together, especially with your voice and, and his would be, yeah, that's just me dreaming, you know, as a, as a fan. So yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be great. Stephen and I haven't, haven't spoken, but uh, I'm a phone call away. <laughs> He's a good dude. He's a really good dude. I like him a lot. He's uh we have the same birthday, funny enough. So that's a little trivia. Right. There you go. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed listening to his I was listening to the audiobook of his auto autobiography. I was listening to that, I think uh, uh what was it, sort of September, October time last year. That was great. And then uh, we did a great interview with Rick Beato just a, a couple of months ago. So I do kind of follow what he's doing and I know he's announced some stuff for the next album that is kind of like he reckons is just like the pinnacle of which I think for what he doesn't tend to listen to much of stuff that he's done he doesn't I don't think he often bigs up what he's about to be doing too much so um, kind of interesting to see but I get the feeling it's you need a proper surround setup to really enjoy whatever he's been playing around with but that guy he's pretty relentless he never stops working. If it's he's not true. doing his own stuff, he's doing Porcupine Tree. If he's not doing that, he's doing another project. If he's not doing that, he's remixing November Rain. I mean, what? <laughs> What's he doing? Who's doing, nuts. who's doing this? But what if he just found a little bit of time he did the 5.1 for you guys? Okay. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah see? I mean, there be... you go. Man, let's hope Relentless has the has the impact for 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 that to happen. I think that's a little too much to to ask for. But of course, oh, we've done man. Such a, if uh, if uh, Case Go 
invited Stephen to come and do that, that would be that'd be great. See, you've got to put these things out into the universe, my friend. You gotta yeah, put it all true. out there. I man, I'm all about it. But uh, of course, hey, I think we have you got much time left? Or we... Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. No worries. I, I, I'm not looking. I mean, I look down at my phone, but it's I've got it on mute and silent, okay, so I don't just, get interrupted. Um, and, and and yeah, people hassling me. So I, uh, I I I tend to like blah, blah blah, and then people go, "Man, just just stop. We're we're talking." So <laughs> don't want to if if it goes too That's long. That's all right. If you've got more questions, go for it. Oh cool. man, I got I got I got all the questions for you, my friend. But um, of course, I did want to ask you visually. You know, you experimented with AI, which is a whole other rabbit hole. And it's something I've been yeah. and talking to a lot of musos and, and artists about because um, they're all over the different sides of the fence in regards to it. But what you seem to have done with it is really, really clever. Um, it's a powerful tool. But how did, how did it come about for you? What Where did that experimentation start? I think... Uh... A lot of things, a little bit like discovering orchestration and and sampling and all that sort of stuff musically um, came from just watching YouTube and stuff that pops up on my phone that, that YouTube thinks I might possibly be interested in. I mean, in one way, thank you, Google, for listening to every word I say and then popping up with little suggestions <laughs> of stuff I might like. Um, because I can't remember how I found out about mid journey or or open ai or something like that stable diffusion i'm guessing it might have been on reddit otherwise it would have been a youtube video and it, probably just a picture that someone posted and said oh made this the other day in mid journey um and art, for those that don't know a generative art ai tool so then I thought, well, okay, I know nothing about Discord, which is what you use to sort of put the prompts in for Mid Journey, but watched a couple of walkthroughs and then just went, oh, can you make me, you know, whatever. I don't even remember what I first typed in, but immediately the results were, well, this is, this is interesting. Now we've, for the main artwork for Relentless, we'd asked a guy called Patrick Seymour, a French Canadian illustrator, um, proper artist to do a version of Leon, our logo, in a in a line art style, something that I didn't want to try and tackle myself. Um, and he kindly did that, and, and we used one version for the cover, and we used another version for the Relentless single cover. Um, and I've made some of the stuff from scratch before. I made the self-aware cover. Grant's wife, our bass player, his wife, she's an artist. She did our the cover for My Immortal, which is a, and, and Too Little Too Late, my Immortal is an amazing uh, illustrated, hand-drawn picture of a raven. It's like so intricate. And um, so in one way, you feel a bit guilty going and going, <laughs> just make me a, you know, whatever. And then bing, it doesn't always work. And there's a lot of fine tuning. Did and I sat down. The first single cover was Parasites. I think we sat down, must have been November time. And we're like, okay, make me a human parasite. Okay, turns out we can't use the word parasite on mid journey. Make, make me a humanoid insect, 12 leg, winged, something like Okay. After about 20 iterations, we got the parasite logo or something close to it. I take it into Photoshop, clean it up, just sort of make it a bit more symmetrical, play with the colors a little bit. And boom, that we were like, okay, we've got it. We're happy with that. That cost us 15 quid. So I don't know what that is in Australian dollars. Like I don't know 20... what the. Uh, I don't know what the. Yeah, it is. Don't know. So, but <laughs> for a, you know, that's 
and you you compare that to hundreds of pounds you pay a, an artist yeah. um, or the time for me to do it myself to create something. So I did create the Cry Wolf logo from scratch. Again, that is line art and I'd never done it before. And that came out surprisingly well. I'm very proud of that. But that took me two days to, I had to learn how to do it and then I had to do it. And so that's, that's a kind of a lot of time. So when you can go and spend an hour and come up with something that I then clean up in Photoshop for half an hour and boom, I've got a, a single cover, I've got a t-shirt idea, that's quite powerful and um, fascinating and impressive. So from there, it was just a case of, right, what else can we do? Um, the hit and run cover, I did make that from scratch. I used some of Patrick's artwork, the lion, and then made this sort of sinking square idea. But then as we went down it, like everything else or a lot of the other stuff has been AI and they'll um, kind of been doing a countdown on Facebook and Instagram of some of the, the, the tracks and then the artwork for them. We like to have artwork for everything as much as we possibly can. So then when it got to Wake in Light, it was a case of I saw someone on YouTube who'd done an infinite zoom sequence, put in lots of frames of AI generated art you basically and for those that understand this you take the picture you mm. then make that smaller for the second frame and then outpaint it and then you take that and make it smaller and then outpaint it use the uh, using the ai tool and then you can put them all in sequence and you zoom and you zoom and you zoom and i tried to control it to the lyrics of waking light but it was too difficult and time consuming to do that so we kind of gave up on that and just when okay, give me something that looks a little bit Japanese. Give me something that looks a little bit like a, a you know a, a station. Give me something that looks a bit like an advertising billboard, and and then just threw some ideas out there and saw what happened, and then put them all together, and you get this super visually intense and I hope engaging video for for that. Again, a lot of work that took me about a week on and off to do that. That's incredible. That's incredible, man. It's it is blowing my mind what what is happening with with AI at the moment. Except yes. for things. Have you, have you seen abandoned films? That site. It's like that page abandoned films. No, I don't think so. They take concepts from like The Wizard of Oz and uh -huh. then run it through there, and it's like terrifying. But it's fascinating. I can't look away. But there's one face in it. There's a female face that they reuse. She's kind of got like a bit of a Michelle Pfeifferish sort of. Shane, mm -hmm. she's literally haunted my dreams. Like I've had nightmares about her, and it's it it it's got in there, man. And it's it 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 scared the shit out of me. So I don't know what's yeah. going on, man. AI yeah. into, into the dreams. It's incredible. It's yeah. just it is mind blowing. What at all? Uh, although I am worried about when it gets to the level it is with artwork. When it gets to that level with music, then. Then we've all got a problem, all, yes. all, all of us musicians, because uh, then, of course, Spotify and everywhere else is going to get flooded. Um, and it, there is AI music on there already, of course. Mm. It's out there. Um, so what are you left with? Live performance? Pretty much. Yeah. That, you know, not that's it, but, you know, you've got the traditionalists and that's there's already that's, that movement in, in the artwork world you've got the traditionalist yep. and then you've got the guys like me who work from scratch but also use ai and then you've got the pure ai guys AI, who yeah. are doing incredible stuff 
So there's a lot of movements going on, but I can't see it going anywhere anytime soon. Ah, that's it. That's it. Skynet. Skynet can't play guitar. Can it? I don't know. Let's go and see what uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger can <laughs> yeah, make out of yeah. chat GPT. Yeah. It's an interesting one. But uh, of course, I mean, uh, just to wrap up, man, touring. What's your touring plans? Australia? I just had to throw that <laughs> one, mate. Wait. wait. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd really like to be able to announce Big Day Out to you, uh, uh, but no, <laughs> sorry. Um, hopefully, what we really hope for at the moment is that from the feedback and people listening to Relentless, that really spreads the word. I mean, that's it's kind of part of the ambition in putting together that sort of album, that if we can't, if we can't break out of the UK and do it with this album, how on earth are we ever going to do it? So... That was one of the reasons why we put so much time and effort into it. So we really hope that people enjoy it. And if they do, you know, tell a friend about it, who tells a friend who, and those are the kind of things that mean that we will be able to get to places like Australia. So at the moment, we're we're kind of restricted to the UK in terms of the gigs that we've got booked. Um, and we're hoping we're going to tour the UK uh, by the end of the, the year. We've got some summer festivals and we've got a few headline gigs uh, coming up soon but uh, it would be nice um even if it doesn't happen this year it would be nice that you know give relentless six to eight months to to grow and then um travel much further afield next year that'd be great pub crawl down under mate let's go oh, wow yeah that, <laughs> you're right no? yeah. yes yeah you know what i'm saying all right but um Henrik, you know man it's been really really cool hanging out with you and uh relentless is out uh right now Kind of technically, well, yeah, as good uh, as, yeah. So it's out there. So go get it. We're going to have all the links down here and on the website, brother. You and the boys, all the best for the rest of the year, and uh, we'll see you very, very soon. I hope. Fingers crossed. Thanks for having me. Good to speak to you. Catch you later. <laughs>